Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. And the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Ian Kelsey. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. We'll have all the action between your Exeter Eagles and the Conrad Weiser Scouts at the bottom of the hour, but first, a few messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network. sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610-378-2255 that's 610-378-2255 Mike Knight. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live, Robazonia, Pennsylvania, Conrad Weiser High School for tonight's Burks 2 League matchup between the Exeter Eagles and the Conrad Weiser Scouts along with my broadcast partner, Ian Kelsey. I'm Darren Ziner. Ian, here we are. The Eagles currently five and two, second place in Burks 2 League play, only one game in the loss column behind Burks Catholic. They're 10 and five overall. Their last league game this past Friday was a 79-56 win over Governor Mifflin. And Ian, it was a great all-around team effort. Five players in double figures and a sixth just missing out. It was a very good night for them, Darren. Uh, they really, really turned up the pressure on Governor Mifflin in the second half. After they, they, they started a little bit slow, but they came out in the second half and just really was engaged on the defensive end. Exeter raced out to a 21-7 first quarter lead, never looked back. Reese Garvin leading the way, 18 points, four from three-point land. We had the pleasure of interviewing him after the game. He was our player of the game. 
Zion Paschal had 13, Teddy Snyder 12, Anthony Cachese 11, Kevin Sens 10, and Aiden Dauble 9, just missing out on that sixth double figure right there. And Ian, it's the type of game that makes you salivate because it shows you what Exeter's capable of. Their potential is so high if they just continue to do the sharing of the ball and continue to play as a complete team and keep on everybody... Whoever can score that night and whoever's on, it, it, that's who the guys they're going to go to. On the season, Reese Garvin leading the Eagles with a 12.5 point per game average. Kevin Sens adding 11.6. Anthony Cachese contributing 9.7. Zion Paschal is shade under 9. Senior night festivities going on here at Robazonian. Ian, they, Exeter followed up the Governor Mifflin game. They played executive education on Saturday. That was a 49-40 loss. Reese Garvin had 13, but the challenge in the second half, they score six in the third, seven in the fourth, 13 in the second half, and ultimately they were in that game up to halftime. A rough second half contributes to that loss. Yeah, that was definitely a rough second half. They. Um, executive education's lack length was really, really troubling something. I mean, they just could not get a shot off in the second half of that game. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Fans, MikeDragoSports.com for the best local sports content in Berks. If you haven't checked it out yet, Subscribe to MikeDragoSports.com, the absolute best coverage of the Burke scene. Check it out today, MikeDragoSports.com. Ian, turning our attention to Conrad Weiser, their coach by Rich Miller. He's in his second season with the Scouts. They're currently 1-8 in Burke's two-league play, 4-12 overall. They played Reading on Thursday. They lost 80-41 in that one. Donovan Gingrich led the way with... 12 points. He had four three-pointers in that game. They followed up the Reading game with a 58-32 win over Daniel Boone on Saturday. Donovan Gingrich once again leading Conrad Weiser with 25. This time five three-pointers. Josh Plummer nine. Evan Miller, Brady McKee both added eight. And Ian, you can be assured 
that Zion Paschal will be guarding Donovan Gingrich this evening. He will be guarding um, Donovan because the last time the Exeter played Conrad Weiser, he really pressured them, and they had really had a tough time getting into their offense with all the ball pressure that he was given. The scouts have hit 109 threes on the year. That's actually second among Burke's teams. They've got a 63% free throw percentage. They're led by six-foot sophomore guard. Of course, we're talking about him, Donovan Gingrich. And when you take a look at the starting, the projected starting five, Ian, all sophomores, they lost Charlie Dobb. They lost Andre Feliciano from a year ago, all division players. They're starting young. They're very young. So um, this is probably going to pay off for them next year with all the experience that they're going to get playing all these top competition. So one time they their junior year, I'm like, I think they should be start seeing some of this paying off in the long run. These two teams played back on January the 11th. It was a 52-29 Eagles victory at Exeter. Kevin Sens led the Eagles. He hit three threes en route to a game-high 17. Teddy Snyder, Zion Paschal added eight. Aiden Dauble, seven. Anthony Cachese, six. And we talk about the defense. They held the scouts to four points in the middle two frames, two in each quarter, ultimately contributing to that 52-29 victory. On the season, Exeter averaging 61.3 points per game. They allow 50.1. Exeter's hit 92 threes on the year and a 62.2% free throw percentage. So expect a lot of the same that we saw in that first game. Well, they should make sure they pressure the ball, not turn the ball over and make anything get um, counter-wise any easy shot. And if they do that, they should have a very good night tonight. The starting five being announced for Exeter, it's number one, Zion Paschal, number four, Kevin Sens, number 14, Teddy Snyder, number 15, Reese Garvin, and the big man in the middle, number 44, Anthony Cachese. For the home, Conrad Weiser scouts, they'll start with number four, guard Alex Snyder, number five, a 5'11 senior, Trey Diana. Number 10, the six-foot sophomore, Donovan Gingrich. Number 11, the five-foot-10 sophomore guard, Brady McKee. And number 23, six-foot-three-inch senior forward, Brady Snyder. Guys. Have we ever heard a more enthusiastic PA announcer than Tom? I share, he's killing he it right now. Job? I shared with him, I think he's one of the, the best here in the county. We will go silent for the playing of our national anthem.
Chandred Weiser mixing it up a little bit from when they played Exeter the first time. They had Brady McKee and Alex Malone in the starting lineup. Today they put in Alex Snyder and Trey Diana, the guards. Senior night, I think uh, they're just giving them these guys a little start for uh, their last game of their home stand. So we've got eight minutes up on the board. Teams in their final huddles. Conrad Weiser coming out onto the floor. <laughs> Look at our friend Nate Govan being nonchalant like he doesn't see us up here. Well, he just want to ignore us, that's all. Tell you what. Should I throw stuff at him? <laughs> you might miss. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> You're going to get everybody's attention. <laughs> Brady Snyder will tip it off against Alec, <laughs> Alex Anthony Kajazi. Started with an A, had a vowel in it. There's the tip. Anthony Kajazi has it. Back to Zion Paschal. Exeter going left to right to start. They're in the offensive set. A pickup high from Kajazi. It's a give and go. Nice off the glass for Kajazi and its first bucket of the night. Just like that, 2 0 Exeter. There's the give and go, Zion Paschal out. Anthony Cachese sets the high pick, goes underneath, and has got the first bucket of the night. Here are the scouts in the offensive zone. Donovan Gingrich trying to drive on Paschal, nothing there. Hands the ball off to Brady McKee. Here's a long three, no good. Cachese with the rebound, outlet up to Sens. He's got the dribble, he slows it down, brings it top of three land. Gingrich on him, handed off to Zion Paschal, McKee guarding him. Here's a jumper just inside the free throw line. No good, but Cachese there to clean it up, put it back, and he has Exeter's first four points. 6.55 to go here in the first, 4-0 Exeter. Trey Diana has it for the scouts in the offensive set. Get it inside to Snyder. He's trying to drive on Cachese, able to get around him. Cachese puts his hands up. And as Snyder decides what to do with it, he slides his feet. So that's a travel. It'll be a turnover, an Exeter ball. Reese Garvin will bring it in. Great defense by Anthony just by staying tall. He gets it into Kevin Sens, who hands it off to Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble left to right, crossing midcourt as we speak. Brady McKee on him. Get it inside again to Anthony Cachese, who puts it off the glass and scores. Obviously a big size advantage, and Exeter using that to their advantage. 6-0, 6.20 to go here in the first. Here's a drive on the left by Alex Snyder. He gives it up to Brady McKee. They're rotating it beyond three. Here's Trey Diana with a jumper just inside three left side. No good. Cachese with the rebound, gets it to Zion Paschal. He slows it down. He's got the dribble, crossing midcourt, directing some traffic. Teddy Snyder cutting underneath. Zion still has the dribble, bring it to the top of the key. Reese Garvin, Kevin Sens has it, thinks about a three, nothing there. Trey Diana forces him outside. Teddy Snyder gets it, looks for a jumper, gets it to Kevin Sens, who's a drive, nice up and under on the left side, and gets it to fall. His first bucket on the night, and as it's brought in, Zion Paschal with the steal, so Exeter has it in the offensive set. Give it to Kevin Sens, a give and go with Zion Paschal, mm -hmm. who can't get it to go, no foul. Here come the scouts. 
get it to Donovan Gingrich for a three on the left side, and he drills it. Donovan Gingrich first points on the night. It's an 8-3 Exeter lead, 5-10 to go here in the first. Kevin Sens has the dribble. Left-hand side to Zion Paschal. He's looking for the drive. Gets a pick up high from Cachese. Takes it all the way to the rack. Off the glass and scores. His first bucket, 10-3 Exeter, 4.55 in the first. Here are the scouts getting in the offensive set. Alex Snyder thought about a three, but backs it out to Brady McKee. They're still rotating it beyond three. Donovan Gingrich has it. Looks to drive on Kevin Sens. Nothing there. Hands it off to Brady Snyder. Goes to the far right side to Alex <laughs> Snyder. He can't control it. Zion Pasha with the steal. Hands it off to Reese Garvin on the fast break. Driving all the way to the rack. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. Brady Snyder will pick up his first, and Reese Garvin will go to the line for two. Nice push there, Ian. Very nice push, and just the way that they're playing their offense right now, just they're trying to get Cachese as many touches as possible. Reese Garvin on the line. His first free throw up is strong. No good. Look at their defense left off from the last time they played Conrad Weiser. Reese has his second. It's on the way. That one's good. One out of two for the line. From the line for Reese, his first point on the night. 11-3 Exeter, 4.25 to go here in the first. Trey Diana has the dribble for the scouts. Reese Garvin on him. Bring it to Donovan Gingrich on the near side. Well beyond three. A pickup high from Alex Snyder. Nothing there. Here's Gingrich driving the lane, but sends. Nice job bodying him. No good. Gets it ahead to Teddy Snyder for a fast break. He slows it down, gets it to Zion Paschal, thinks about a three, tries to drive, but then he gives it up to Brady Snyder, hands it off to McKee. Snyder gets it back, ultimately drives nice. under the basket, <laughs> runs out of space, but able to knock it off of Reese Garvin. So the scouts will retain. Brady McKee will bring it in for the scouts. Evan Miller in the game for Conrad Weiser as is Josh Plummer. He gets the inbound pass, goes up for a shot, and Anthony Cachese is there to block it and knock it out of bounds. So the scouts bring it in again, get it into Josh Plummer. He hands it off to Donovan Gingrich, bring it near side to McKee. He thinks about a three, Zion Paschal on him. Back it out to Diane, over to the right side to Miller. Miller's looking to drive on Reese Garvin, goes around him with the left hand, no good. Here's Exeter on the fast break. Zion Paschal has it, drives the lane, goes up off the glass, can't get it to fall. Gingrich with the rebound for the scouts, pushing it up to Plummer, to McKee for a three on the left-hand side, no good. Zion Paschal with the rebound, gets it ahead to good Teddy pass. Snyder, who's up ahead everybody else, and he puts it in for the easy bucket on the fast break. Timeout on the court. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. 3.18 to go in the first. Exeter 13, Conrad Weiser 3. And Ian, very much where the defense, Anthony Cachese tall in the middle, forcing Conrad Weiser to shoot from the outside, and they haven't gotten hot yet. They, they haven't gotten hot yet. They're just sitting there. They're struggling. They need to get the ball on the inside to be able to open up the court a little bit for, for, for Gingrich to be able to get his offense going. Boys, I just tweeted Anthony Cachese's first two minutes. Six points, two rebounds, and a forced travel on CW by standing tall. He's all over the place. He's got to have five rebounds already, right? Anthony yeah. Cachese does such a great job on defense where 
he, he's very, I mean, obviously with his size, but he'll go straight up and down and force players to go around him, alter their shots, and it's a difficult thing to do, and he does a fantastic job with it. Exactly. So the scouts bring it in. Gingrich has it, taking a three, long three, mm. banks it off the glass and hits it. Gingrich with his second three of the game has all six points for the scouts. 13-6 Exeter, 2.55 to go here in the first. Exeter in the offensive set. They get it inside to Cachese. He drives on Miller, able to get it up off the glass and scores. Eight first quarter points for Anthony Cachese. A 15-6 Exeter lead, 2.40 to go in the first. The scouts have it in the offensive set. McKee gets it inside to Plummer. Cachese guarding him, handed off to Gingrich, who thinks about a jumper, elbow left. Nothing there, gets it back to Evan Miller, bring it near side to Brady McKees, looking for Plummer inside, nothing there. Teddy Snyder on McKee. Get it to Trey Diana, he's able to get around Zion Paschal, but as he fires the pass to Brady McKee, who's beyond three on the left side, it's a little too fast for him. Goes off his fingers, it's a turnover, it's Exeter ball. Reese Garvin inbounds to Zion Paschal, hand it off to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble left to right, crossing midcourt as we speak. Donovan Gingrich on him, hands it off to Zion Paschal. Brady McKee guarding him. Zion Paschal gets it back, tries to drive, nothing there. Ultimately misses the shot. Anthony Cachese with the rebound, but it's knocked out of his hands. The scouts have it. Brady McKee with the dribble. Teddy Snyder on him, 10 feet beyond three straight away. McKee directing traffic. Donovan Gingrich on the left, gets it to Diana on the right. Evan Miller further right. Reese Garvin on him. Bring it to the near side. Trey Diana gives it to Gingrich with a three attempt deep left, no good. Reese Garvin runs it down, pushing the ball up. He's got the dribble. Evan Miller on him. Here's a three from Teddy Snyder straight away, no good. Brady McKee runs it down, tries a fast break, but Exeter back on defense. They get it inside to Josh Plummer. He tries to go over Anthony Cachese. It's too strong, no good. Zion Paschal has the dribble, and as he gets to midcourt, Donovan Gingrich tries to get the ball away. They'll call him for a foul. Anthony's just so big down there that it's such a difficult chance to even get a shot off on him. Exeter inbounds the ball. Kevin Sens has the dribble. Donovan Gingrich on him. Still has the dribble, going right to left. Gets it to Zion. He's dribbling left to right. Gets a pickup high from Cachese. Nothing there. Looks inside for Reese Garvin. Brings it to Teddy Snyder on the near side beyond three. Kevin Sens taking a three on the left and drills it. Kevin sends his first three on the night. He's got five. 30 seconds to go here in the first. It's 18-6 Exeter. Josh Plummer has it, gets it to Brady McKee for a long three from the right side. It's short, goes over the backboard. It'll go Exeter ball. 21 seconds left here in the first. Inbounded to Zion Paschal, he's got the dribble. Brady McKee on him. Get it to Reese Garvin on the left side. It's a little too hot for him to handle. It goes off his right hand out of bounds. A turnover and the scouts ball. 11.8 
to go here in the first. Brady McKee looks for a pick up high. Gets it to Josh Plummer for a three. Mm. Top key and he hits it. Josh Plummer's first and a long attempt by Exeter at the buzzer, no good. We played one in Robazonia. It's the Eagles 18, the Scouts nine. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdie's has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdie's reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Ian, we've played one quarter. Taking a look at the scoring, it was Anthony Cajese inside for Exeter. Eight points in the first. Kevin sends five, a bucket and a three. And after that, we take a look. Teddy Snyder, Zion Paschal at a bucket. And Reese Garvin hits a free throw for Conrad Weiser, Donovan Gingrich, two threes, Josh Plummer, a three, and they're all your points. And if they did not hit their threes tonight, Conrad Weiser is going to be in a lot of trouble. The scouts inbound the ball. Trey Diana gets it to Josh Plummer. He's at the three top right. They swing it to the left. Brady McKee looks inside for Plummer. He takes a jumper about 18 feet. No good. Cachese runs it down. Gets it to Zion Paschal. He's looking ahead, but slows it down. Brady McKee on him, 10 feet well beyond three straight away. Get it to Sens on the left side. He gets a pickup high from Cachese. He was looking to give and go, but nothing there. Sens turns around for a 10-foot jumper. It's strong, no good. Josh Plummer on the rebound for the scouts, and here they come. In the offensive set, get it to Evan Miller, who puts an elbow into Reese Garvin. He goes to the court. And it's an offensive foul on Evan Miller. Another great play by Reese Garvin on the defensive end. Reese Garvin is this year's equivalent. And of course, it's going to slip me, but help me out here. Colin Payne, there we go. Colin Payne, it, Darren. It came to me, that's right. <laughs> Colin was the one who spent a lot of time on the floor. Reese Garvin is the equivalent this year on defense. Here is Reese Garvin. Nice drive left to right. Can't get it to fall off the glass, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Colin Payne, alias the uh, nickname we gave him, the splinter. <laughs> that was a great attack by Reese. Way to attack the basket on that play. Reese's first free throw up and good. He's two for three from the line thus far. The foul goes to Donovan Gingrich, his second. Ultimately, he'll come out of the game. They'll replace him with Riley Savello. Here's Reese Garvin's second. It's up and good. Three for four from the line. 20 to nine Exeter. 6.55 to go here in the second. The scouts in the offensive set. Bring it to Trey Diana on the left. Aiden Dauble now in the game for Exeter. He's guarding Diana. 
Saviello being guarded by Sens. He ends it off to Josh Plummer. They're still rotating it well beyond three on the left side. Trying to look inside. Diana dribbles left to right, stops outside of free throw line, gets it Saviello on the left. They're still swinging it. Here's Evan Miller, tries to drive, gets it to Diana, who gets it back out to Miller for a three. No good, but Diana there for the rebound. Cachese went up, thought he had the block, but I think they're going to call him for the foul. I think they call it on Zion. Nope, they're going to call it on Zion. That's his first, and Diana will go to the line for two. One of those, the three went long, and Diana was standing on the other side of the hoop, able to get the easy rebound. And of course, tried to go strong and got fouled. So his first free throw, no good. Evan Miller coming out of the game. Gavin Rapp in the game for the scouts. And here's Diana's second free throw, and it's good. One out of two from the line, 20 to 10 Exeter. Here's Reese Garvin driving the length of the floor. Can't get it. Cachese, the rebound. He can't put it back. And as they battle for that miss, they're going to call Reese Garvin for the foul. That's his first. Only the second team foul. Sometimes you just got to get back on defense and just be, does not pick up that foul right there. Trey Diana. A pass to Josh Plummer, top of the three straight away. Bring it to the left side to Diana, looking to drive. Here's a jumper, free throw, line straight away, no good. Cachese with the rebound. Zion Paschal pushing it forward. Brady McKee trying to guard him, but he goes right by him, up off the glass on the left side and scores. Nice drive, Zion Paschal, four points on the night, 22-10 Exeter, 5.35 to go. Here in the second. Siviello has the dribble. Aiden Double on him as he tries to get it back to Brady McKee. He can't hold on to it. Zion Paschal has the steal and goes in for the uncontested layup. Six points for Zion and a timeout from the scouts. 5.21 to go here in the second. It is a full timeout. So we've got time for a quick break. 24-10 Eagles. We'll be back after this. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, thus far, tonight's game, I don't want to say mirroring that January 11th game, but they're getting it inside to Anthony Cachese. The fast break is working for them, and Stout on the defensive end. Well, Conor Weiser has, already has 10 points through the fourth quarter of the last game. They only had 13 until the end of the fourth quarter, so I'm like, they're doing a lot better tonight, but Gingrich has to get going. 
Two and a half minutes played for the scouts here in the second quarter, only scoring a single point thus far. They've got possession. Diana hands it off. Gingrich back in, looking to drive. He's able to get by Sens, puts a shot up, but it just rims around no good. Cachese with the rebound. Zion Paschal able to ultimately corral it. Here's Sens for a three, near side, and he hits it. Kevin Sens, second three on the night. Eight points for him, 27-10 at the 450 mark of the second. The scouts in the offensive set. Here's Gingrich with a three. Mm -hmm. Straight away and he drills it. His third three on the night, nine points. 27-13 Exeter. Aiden Dauble has it in the offensive setup. Gets it to Zion Paschal, driving mm. left to right. Nice pass inside to Anthony Cachese off the glass and he scores his 10th point of this first half. 29-13, Exeter 4.15 to go here in the second. The scouts in the offensive set. Trey Diana has the dribble left to right. Aiden Dauble comes out on him, setting it up. Gets it over to the right side. Ultimately still moving it around. Gavin Rapp has it. Back to Donovan Gingrich dribbling left to right. Reese Garvin picks him up. Here's Trey Diana trying to drive on Dauble. Nothing there. McKee gets around Paschal. Throws up a right-handed floater from eight feet on the left side and hits it. Mm. That's McKee's first bucket. And as Exeter trying to push it up the floor, pass too hot, goes off of, I believe, Reese Garvin. So it'll be Scout's ball. 3.41 to go here in the second, 29-15 Exeter. Those are the ones, Ian, you wish you could have back. We definitely wish we could have that, but we have to keep Gingrich under control for the rest of this game. He, he's just jacking three-pointers. He's really, if he gets high, there could be a problem. Here's Brady McKee, get it to Evan Miller back in the game, bring it to the near side. Nothing there. Trey Diana ends up with it. He's driving left to right. He gets Aiden Dauble in the lane, hits a jumper just inside the free throw line and scores. His third point on the night, 29-17. Zion Paschal on the other end has a drive right to the basket, puts it off the glass and scores. That's eight points for him. 31-17, 2.55 to go here in the second. The scouts in the offensive set bring it to Gingrich near side. Get it inside to Brady Snyder. He tries to drive on Cachese, no good. Dauble with the rebound. Zion Paschal has it. He's looking to drive. Gets it to Reese Garvin for a three near side, and he drills it. Reese Garvin with his first bucket on the night, along with three free throws. He's got six. 34-17, 2.25 to go here in the second. The scouts in the offensive set. Gingrich tries mm. to put up a three. Reese Garvin fouls him. So ultimately, he'll go to the line for three. It's Reese's second. That's, that's a tough foul. It didn't exactly look like it was a quality shot from Gingrich, but Reese, a little, a little off balance, reached in, creates the foul. Yeah, it was just a little bit aggressive on the defensive end, but I'd rather you be aggressive on that play than, than just let him take the shot and, and get a four-point play out of it. Gingrich has the ball, a few dribbles. Takes a look at the net, it's on the way. First one's good. Mm -hmm. 
this young man is really a good player. I, I, he's going to be really talented for the next couple of years watching him play. His 10th point on the night. He'll have two more. Second one is strong, no good. But if he doesn't score, they're in a whole heap of trouble. That's why it's just like all the other teams, you need to have that balanced scoring effect, which they have him, and then pretty much a drop-off after that. Kevin sends Anthony Cachese out of the game. Teddy Snyder, Devin Sheeran in as Gingrich hits two out of three. 11 points on the night for him, 34-19 Exeter. In the offensive set, Teddy Snyder has it on the left, plays catch with Zion Paschal. They get it inside to Reese Garvin. He's trying to go hard against Evan Miller. Evan Miller playing physical. They ultimately call him for the foul. He's not happy with it. I think they should have just made him kept on bumping on that. I don't think it was that much of a. It was it was pretty physical down low. So ultimately, that's Evan Miller's second. Exeter inbounds it. Zion Paschal has it. Hits Aiden Dauble with a back cut, and he's off the glass, and he scores. Aiden Dauble with his first field goal on the night. 36-19 Exeter at the 145 mark here in the second. Here's a drive. Alex Snyder gets to the left side, but he can't get it to fall. Rebound, Reese Garvin. Get it ahead to Zion Paschal. Dauble looks for a three near side, puts it up and drills it. Aiden Dauble, five quick points. And a timeout by Conrad Weiser. 1.31 to go here in the first half. 39-19 Exeter. We'll be back after this break. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Here in the second quarter, Exeter opening up a 20-point lead. Zion Paschal, six points. Thus far in the quarter, Aiden Dauble, five. Reese Garvin, five as well. The scouts in the offensive set, here's a three from Brady Snyder, no good. Exeter with the rebound. Zion Paschal gets it ahead to Teddy Snyder. On the fast break, puts it off the glass and scores. His second bucket of the game, four points for him. 41-19, 105 to go. Trey Diana gets the ball back to Gavin Rupp for a three, no good. Zion Paschal ultimately comes down with it. A give and go with Teddy Ooh. Snyder. Zion Paschal with a beautiful run the lane off the glass and scores. 10 points on the night for him. That was a fantastic finish. Rupp has it beyond three. Gavin Reese Garvin on him. So ultimately, they get it inside 
to Brady Snyder for a turnaround. It doesn't fall as they battle for it. It'll be off Conrad Weiser. Exeter ball. Brady McKee coming in the game for Brady Snyder. He'll take a seat. That little drop off pass to Zion and that finish, that was really a special play. Zion Paschal has the dribble left to right, crossing midcourt, bring it near side beyond three, Aiden Dauble. Reese Garvin has it. It's a clear three look mm -hmm. from straight away. No good. Trey Diana on the rebound for the scouts. He's looking to force the issue. Ultimately, they stop. Get it to Gingrich on the right side. Zion Paschal mm -hmm. on him. And ultimately, they'll call an offensive foul on Donovan Gingrich. That'll be his third. Zion Paschal, that one was created by him. He got all over him, frustrated Donovan a little bit. He threw an elbow. They call the offensive foul. We're at five seconds. Here is Zion Paschal driving, but Devin Sheeran cleans up the loose board and puts it back. His first bucket, a last-ditch shot by the scouts. No good, and we have reached halftime. At Conrad Weiser, it's Exeter 45, Conrad Weiser 19. We will be back with halftime comments after these messages. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdie's has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdie's reminds you to always have fun and be kind. 
the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at Ole Valley Feed. And on Facebook. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly. Our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now. Or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Conrad Weiser. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network Halftime Show. 45-19 Exeter at the half. Ian, a textbook first half if you're Exeter. A great first half for Exeter. Their defense was cranking. Anthony Cachese has 10 points, and I have him at eight rebounds right now. So just the way that they came out with energy, after the loss on Saturday, you know, you thought they might come out a little bit flat, but right now they're really cooking on the offense and the defensive end. Just like you said, Anthony Cachese had eight first quarter points en route to 10 at the half. Zion Paschal flip-flopped that. He had two in the first quarter, but came on to score eight in the second. He goes into the half with 10. Kevin sends eight. Reese Garvin has six. Teddy Snyder, four, Aiden Dauble, five. And let's face it, Aiden Dauble has been a nice addition. Didn't play that many minutes really in the first, but he came up with a big three, another bucket on a nice backdoor cut, and he's got five. Listen, the, the kid knows how to score. He knows how to find the right spot and get his shots off because his teammates are going to find him because they're playing so unselfishly right now. Conrad Weiser trying to find their identity right now. Certainly it's Donovan Gingrich at the half. He's got 11. But after that, two other players have three points. So they've looked to go inside on occasion. Of course, Anthony Cachese has done a great job holding his ground there. But they're relying more on outside shots, and they haven't been able to get them to fall. They can't get inside because of Anthony's size and height. Because whoever Plummer is, he cannot get a shot off, but Gingrich, 
has to do so much for them to be able to win, and he has no help at, at this point. One of the telling things, and, and I'm not going to say I've necessarily seen this, and I understand Conrad Weiser being a young team, but Exeter very active on the offensive side of the board. We've seen some real nice drives to the bucket as far as the aggressiveness, some really nice backdoor cuts, but the one thing you can't teach are the passes, and they've been crisp. They have been very crisp tonight, and they're not turning the ball over like they usually are. You know, Jerry, how many turnovers do they have tonight? <laughs> Exeter has three and uh, six for CW. Yeah, so I'm like, against the Governor Mifflin, by halftime, Exeter already had 10. So I'm like, they've cut their turnovers way down, and if they continue to play and not make mistake-free basketball, they're going to be really, really good. Absolutely, and one other thing that we've seen, and this was one of those where we saw a good portion up to the midway point where the fast break in that Governor Mifflin game, the fast break really came to light. They started being aggressive, really pushing the ball hard up the floor. Since that game, we've seen Exeter really put that part of the offense in overdrive as well. I think that's the kind of offense that they should be playing at a better pace on the offensive end instead of slowing it down and trying to get Anthony to the ball. But if I think they have enough athletes with Reese and Kevin on the, on the outside and with Zion on Teddy that they can be able to push the ball and get wide open looks. We've got about two and a half minutes to go until we get started with the second half. So we're going to send it over to super producer Jerry for you to get some love from our sponsors. It's 45-19 Exeter here at the half. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Robazonian. Ian, of course, something we just talked about. When you've got a game 45-19 at the half, it'll certainly provide the opportunity for Exeter to get some of their younger players in and get them some valuable playing time. Valuable playing time that is going to benefit you down the road one time they're called upon. Like you have a huge game against Wilson coming up this weekend. So if you can get some of the starters out and get them some rest, I'm like, 
that's going to be real beneficial to the Exeter basketball team. Absolutely. The other thing we've been talking about all year long, not only the balance scoring, but you now with Exeter, there's a different player that can step up, whether it's Zion, whether it's Kevin, whether it's Teddy, whether it's Reese, or even Anthony. Now you've got, and throw Aiden Dauble in the mix. Now you've got six guys that if somebody else may not be clicking that night, they've got somebody else to pick up the slack. They absolutely have somebody else can pick up the slack because like, they are really a well-balanced team. You can see the scoring at halftime right now that they're just completely balanced. And just, just finish this game out, get a good lead, and just get some of these other guys in just in playing time. Eight minutes on the clock. Exeter will bring it in from the near side at midcourt. Reese Garvin to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble right to left. Get it to Zion Paschal on the left-hand side. Gets a pickup high. It's, he looked for a give and go. Stops for the 10-foot jumper from the paint right side and hits it. 12 points for Zion Paschal, 47-19. The scouts in the offensive set. Get it inside to Josh Plummer. He's playing an inside-outside with Brady McKee. Gets a pickup high, nothing there. McKee stops for the 20-foot jumper, no good. Here's Exeter on the offensive set. Reese Garvin drives, hands it off to a cutting Kevin Sens, who puts it off the glass and scores. He's got 10, 49-19. Exeter. Here's a give and go. Plummer looking for a cutting Trey Diana. Diana wasn't looking for it. It goes out of bounds. It's a turnover. Exeter will have it. The Saints with a full court press get it into Kevin Sens. Donovan Gingrich guarding him. Sens with the dribble. Gets across midcourt. Bring it near side beyond three. Reese Garvin. Evan Miller guarding him. Zion Paschal has it. Brady McKee on him. He ends it off to Kevin Sens. Donovan Gingrich picks him up. Reese Garvin on the floor as well. Evan Miller picks him up. Teddy Snyder on the floor, looking for actually a pass, but not there. Donovan Gingrich has it, drives all the way to the hoop. He scores, Reese Garvin fouls him. So Gingrich will go to the line for one. Nice drive, Donovan Gingrich. Able to get the ball on a fast break, takes it strong to the hoop. That's Reese's third. Yeah, the, the kid's a good player. I'm like, he's a really good player. I'm like, just he just if he has a little bit more help on this team, I'm like, I think he could really shine a lot more. And just a sophomore, he's got a lot of potential ahead of him. His free throw on the way, no good. Reese Garvin has it. Zion Paschal with the dribble, gets it to Reese Garvin. They swing it to the right. Now they get it inside to a cutting Reese Garvin who puts it off the glass and scores. Reese Garvin, eight points. 51-21 at the 545 mark of the third. The Saints in the offensive set. Josh Plummer has it top key, gets it to Evan Miller on the left. He thinks about a three but pulls it down. Dribbles left to right, hands it off to Diana. Gingrich has it. He stops for a three. No good straight away. It's loose. Teddy Snyder comes up with the loose ball. Pushes it ahead to Kevin Sens, who thinks about it. Three in a drive, but ultimately pulls it back to Zion Paschal. Brady McKee on him. 
Get it to Kevin Sens on the right. He looks to drive. Evan Miller switched off and picked him up. Here's a backdoor cut. Zion Paschal, a nice give and go with Anthony Cachese, who's got another bucket right up front. 12 points for Cachese, 53-21 at the 4.55 mark of the third. I think they're looking to get some rest too. The scouts in the offensive set, still rotating it beyond three. Brady McKee puts up a three near side, it's short. Cachese can't corral it, Plummer does, gets it back to McKee, and the scouts set up their offense once again. They try a little give and go with Plummer, but Anthony Cachese gets a hand on it, knocks it away, but the scouts retain. McKee has the dribble, Reese Garvin on him. Not a whole lot, but he does get Reese in the air in the lane, puts up a soft eight-foot jumper and scores. Nice drive, Brady McKee. That's his fourth point on the night. 53-23, Eagles. Four minutes to go. And I believe as Zion Pasha was dribbling, they're going to call him for maybe a palm or a travel. So it's a turnover for the Eagles. The scouts have it. McKee has the dribble left to right, crossing midcourt. Zion Paschal picks him up, gets it to Donovan Gingrich for a three from the deep right side, and he drills it. Donovan Gingrich's fourth three on the night. 16 points for him. Exeter in the offensive set. Get it inside to Cachese. Plummer literally has no chance. Cachese goes with the right hand off the glass and scores. 14 for Cachese. It's 55-26. And here's an offensive foul. It looked like Evan Miller tried to set a moving pick up top. They're going to call him for it. Actually, they give it to Josh Plummer. Anthony is just too big and too strong for Plummer on the inside, so he has no chance of even succeeding underneath there. Boys, I see on Twitter, Exeter Township Boys Basketball has tweeted that uh, Cheese has a double-double at the half. Zion Paschal goes, drives, can hit it, but guess who? Anthony Cachese cleans up the boards, put it, puts it back in. 16 for him. Looking to see who had scored that uh, bucket. That was McKee, Brady McKee. So McKee gets a two, and Teddy Snyder hits a three. Seven points for Teddy Snyder, and we've got a timeout. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here, 2.18 to go. In the third, it's 60-28 Exeter. Some fast-paced action there. Exeter will maybe look to slow it down just a little bit at this point, and before too long, we can probably expect to see some younger players in the game. Hopefully before too, before long, I mean, we'll get some of those younger guys in there and just to get these guys some rest just for that huge game that's coming up this weekend that against Wilson. It's a, that's a really important game, so they're going to need to be able to try and win this game without all them guys playing all these minutes. That cheerleader made me nervous there for a minute because I thought she was going to fall. It 
you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, I give them a lot of credit, the Flyers and what have you, because I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> not now and not when I was probably 16 or 17 either. The scouts have the ball in the offensive set. Evan Miller trying to drive on Devin Sheeran. He gets the rebound. Evan Miller called for the foul. The, every time Devin comes in, it's instantly he's grabbing a rebound or doing something that's positive on, on the basketball court. That's Miller's third. Brady Snyder comes into the game for him. Exeter brings the ball in. Devin Sheeran to Zion Paschal. McKee up on him, crossing midcourt right to left. Gets it to Aiden Dauble in the game now on the right-hand side. Gavin Rupp on him. He hands it off to Zion Paschal. Alex Snyder guarding him. Bring it to Teddy Snyder. He plays give and go with Dauble. Zion Paschal looks to drive, but hands it back to Teddy mm. Snyder. He loses it, but Kevin Sens runs it down. 110 to go here in the third. Sens has the dribble. Gingrich on him. He gets mm. around him, tries to go up for a shot. Can't get it to fall, but they're going to call a foul on Brady Snyder. So that'll send Kevin Sens to the line for two. Really aggressive take from him. There's the aggressiveness that we like to see. It puts him on the line and Sens hits his first. He just has to be consistent with that effort of being, being a, on the attack mode every night. Devin Nestor in the game now for Exeter. Zion Paschal takes a seat. Kevin Sens has it a few dribbles. Here's his second free throw. It bounces around and rolls in. 12 points for Kevin Sens. 62-28. And as McKee is dribbling left to right outside of three, Aiden Dauble called for the hand foul. Neither team in the penalty, and we've got a running clock. Well, they're really playing clean basketball. It's just Exeter is just way better than Comrade Weiser. The scouts inbound the ball. They're in the offensive set. Here's Riley Civiello puts up a three, no good. Devin Nestor has the rebound, but it's knocked away from him, ultimately going off a scout player, Alex Malone. So it'll be Exeter ball. 10, excuse me, 15 seconds. Kevin Sens with the dribble, stops beyond three, backs it out. Five seconds to go. Exeter looking for the last shot. A give and go inside to Devin Sheeran, but it gets knocked away from him by Rupp. He controls it, and that is the end of the third quarter. We've played three at Conrad Weiser. It's the Eagles 62, the Scouts 28. We'll be back with fourth quarter action. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. Right off of your feet. Take you home with me. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? 
Birdies remind you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We move to the fourth quarter, 62-28. Ian, something very telling, and I think this is something that has become a staple for Exeter. You take a look at those middle two frames. It seems like if they're going to do something defensively and offensively, it's those middle two frames. And in this game, they've outscored Conrad Weiser by a 44-19 clip. When you can do the things you can do in defense, and you only have one guy that can score on offense for Conrad Weiser. This is how the separation starts. Brady Murray in the game for Exeter, as is Devin Nestor. The scouts try to get it inside to Gavin Rupp, but he can't handle it. Devin Nestor comes out with it. He's got the dribble. Get it ahead to Aiden Dauble. He looks to drive on Alex Malone. Nothing there. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. Alex Snyder on him. Gets it over to Brady Snyder. He's got the dribble. Devin Nestor has it, drives ultimately, but he loses the ball. He's called for a palm. It's a travel. It'll be a turnover for Exeter and scouts ball. Andrew Bauer coming in the game for Kevin Sens. He'll take a seat for the night. He'll end his night with 12 points. Rupp inbounds it to Alex Malone. He's got the dribble left to right. Devin Nestor picks him up. The scouts rotate it outside. Alex Snyder has it. Bring it near side. Riley Siviello has it. Still beyond three. They get it back to. Good defense. Good defense. Ultimately, it's a loose ball. Alex Malone runs it down. Handed back for a three. No good. It goes out of bounds. Brady Snyder put up a three straight away. Goes out of bounds. It's Exeter ball. 6.30 to go here in the fourth, 62-28 Exeter. Brady Murray hands it off to Aiden Dauble. They rotate it back around to the right. Brady Murray gets it back, gets it inside to Dauble, but he dribbles out far side. Civiello on him, he's looking for a pass, gets it to Brady Murray, swing it to Devin Nestor for a three near side, no good. But Devin Sheeran gets it back, hands it to Andrew Bauer running the lane, and he puts it home. His first bucket on the night, 64-28 Exeter. Malone has it for the scouts in the offensive set, hands it off to Rupp. They try to get it inside to Snyder, knocked away, Rupp gets it. Drives to the lane on the left side. Devin Sheeran will ultimately foul him, so Rupp will go for the, uh, he'll go to the line for two. Yeah, their defense, Exeter tonight is just really they're playing at a high pace and just, it doesn't seem like Conrad Weiser's turned the ball over that much, but they just cannot get their shots off. So Rapp, I think I was saying Rupp, Gavin Rapp actually hits the first. He's got the ball, he takes a look for his second. It's on the way, it's no good. Devin Nestor comes down with it. 64-29, 5.35 to go here in the fourth. Bauer gets it back to Murray. Murray's looking to drive on Evan Miller, who puts a body into him, and ultimately Brady loses it. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Scout's ball. 
McKee has the dribble, get it to the left side to Rapp. Looking to get it inside to Plummer, Aiden Dobble on him. Gingrich back in the game, puts up a three, no good. And as they battle for it, it goes off of Rapp and it'll be Exeter ball. Running clock, five minutes to go here in the fourth. Brady Murray has the dribble. Three quarter, they double team him. He ultimately bounces it off of McKee and the ball manages to go out of bounds at the far end. So smart thinking from Brady Murray. I'm just surprised that um, Conrad Wise's coach put a Gingrich back in the game at this point of the game. Exeter bringing the ball in. Murray gets it to Bauer. He seemed to be trapped, but he gets a, he ultimately trying to get it back to Murray. It's picked off by Gingrich, who goes up strong. He gets fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Again, still a running clock. Oh, they finally decide to stop it at 4.15. Here's Gingrich's first. It's good. Three for five from the line thus far. He's got one more. Couple dribbles on the way. Rattles in and out. No good as they battle for it. Devin Sheeran runs it down. Ultimately, Rapp is able to steal it from him. And as they battle for it, Rapp goes in for a shot, but Devin Sheeran bodies him up. Evan Miller and Sheeran have some words, but nothing comes out of it. It's gonna be Devin's second. I think Devin thought he was fouled, and he probably was, before Rapp was able to get that ball free. Yeah, just, he just gotta just keep playing physical. I'm like, Sometimes the, the, the referee's a little bit too fast with their whistle. So Rapp will go to the line for two. His first on the way and good. Boys, a score from uh, Redding. Redding is beating our first Catholic Saints 39-24. Rapp second on the way and it's good. Wrap three for four from the line. Four minutes to go here in the fourth. A timeout on the floor. It is a 30-second timeout, I think it is. 64-32 Exeter. So we'll keep it right here. And Ian, give the scouts credit. Yes, they are behind, but they're still battling. They are still battling. They've played, they played actually a lot better than the first time that we played them. They turned the ball over so much the first time we played them. They're a little bit cleaner tonight. It's just that they can't get in the buckets to go in right now. Waiting for both teams to come out of their respective huddles. Hey, Jerry, what period are you in um, at the Reading game? I'm sorry, one more time. What period are they in at the Reading game? Third. Oh, oh wow. no, that was, I'm sorry, that was a halftime score, 39-24. Well that's, well, that's good. Pull, pull BC a little bit closer back to Exeter. After tonight, that's right, it's one of those where Exeter only one game behind in the loss column, so that'll even things up if that score would ultimately stay the same. So Exeter bringing the ball in. Andrew Barrow has the dribble. 
Gets it to Aiden Dauble, who tries to drive right side against Plummer. Can't get it to fall. It's a loose ball. Bauer picks it up. Evan Miller crashes into him in the paint. So they'll call him for the foul. They're not in the penalty yet. Only four on the half. That's Evan Miller's fourth. Exeter brings it in. Devin Nestor has it beyond three right side. Hands it off to Aiden Dauble beyond three. Get it inside to Devin Sheeran as he's trying to drive. Josh Plummer bodies him up. They call him for the foul. Miller on that last foul. Was that a little loud? I'm sorry. Miller with that last foul, pleading his innocence with his hands up in the air. Everybody's innocent. Exeter gets the ball in. Aiden Dauble drives the lane. Devin Sheeran able to get the rebound and put it back. His second bucket on the night, he's got four. A 66-32 Exeter lead, 2.45 to go in the fourth. Here are the scouts in the offensive set. Rapp puts a shot up, a tough turnaround in the lane, no good. Exeter with the rebound, Andrew Bauer has it. And as he's coming forward, Rapp with the long arms able to steal it from him, gets it ahead to Brady McKee who puts it off the glass, but they're gonna call him for the offensive foul. Devin Nestor, I believe, got in front of him, took the charge. So it'll be a scout's turnover, and Exeter will have it. Well, to be honest with you, I thought he was still moving. I think so, so too. It looked like he was driving ultimately to the bucket and a slide in front of him, but yeah. the officials called the charge. Exeter inbounds it. Jaden Ware has it. He's in the game now, as is Carter Redding. Genuine Stutzman in the game. He's got it. Tries to get a pass ahead to Aiden Dauble. But Alex Snyder's able to knock it out of bounds. Aiden Dauble comes out of the game. Taking a look. Carter Redding Genuine Stutzman, Andrew Bauer, Jaden Ware, Devin Sheeran, all in the game for Exeter. Here's Bauer getting it to Redding on the left-hand side. He gets a pick up top, a dribbling left to right. Hands it off to Stutzman. Here's a three attempt from Bauer, no good. Hits the top of the backboard, no good. And it'll be Scout's ball. We're under a minute to play here in the fourth. Trey Diana has the dribble, comes to the right. There's Alex Snyder, gets it to Brady Snyder. He's looking to drive on Devin Sheeran. Looks Travel. like he slid the feet, but they didn't call it. And ultimately, Gavin Rapp is able to get a rebound and put it back. 66-34, 30 seconds to go. Here's Genuine Stutzman with a three, no good. Evan Miller with the rebound. They try to get it ahead, but Stutzman with the steal. Carter Redding with the drive. Trey Diana bangs into him. There's no call at all. Things getting a little mm. physical now. And ultimately, Devin Sheeran coming up with the rebound. Tries to go up strong. He's foul. There were a trio of scouts there, so I'm not sure who they're going to call the foul on. Ultimately, Evan Miller, that's going to be his fifth. He'll foul out of the game. 
Well, he used up all his fouls. That's a good. At least he was physical. And not just sitting there, he just brought them fouls back with him. Devin Sheeran on the line, putting up the first of two. No good. <laughs> Eleven point five seconds on the clock. Devin has the ball for his second free throw. It's on the way. That one's good. One out of two from the line. Five points for Devin on the night. Trey Diana has the dribble. They get it far side. Four seconds. I don't know if they're going to get a shot up. Gavin Rapp puts up. I think a three. Did they? Right. I think they gave him a three Did there. They gave him a three? The, I didn't even know if they gave him. A, yeah. Three. Yep. I think they gave him a three. There is the final buzzer. Or oh, they gave him a two. They gave a two. All right. Well, that'll determine as far as final points. Our final here in Robazonia, Exeter 67, Conrad Weiser 36. We'll be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. 
This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Conrad Weiser. Senior night here. Exeter spoiling the fun. Coming out with a 67-36 victory. And Ian, early in that first half, Exeter established exactly what they wanted to. They went inside to Anthony Cachese. They used the size advantage, and he came through. He came through with flying colors tonight. They had a big old double-double uh, with 16 points, about 10 or 12 rebounds. Um, the big man really showed out tonight. So hopefully that can continue as the season goes along. Taking a look at scoring for the victorious Exeter Eagles, you mentioned as far as Anthony Cachese with 16. Zion Paschal, Kevin Sens each with 12. And when you take a look at the scoring again in that first half, when one might have been faltering, and I don't even want to say faltering, but the other one picks up because each of them, 10 and 8, they're going into the break, and that's exactly what we've been talking about as far as finding that balanced scoring, not just from one player, and now Exeter has it from 4 and 5 as we take a look further where Reese Garvin ends with 8, Teddy Snyder with 7, of course, albeit in limited time this mm -hmm. evening. But Exeter has found that balanced scoring that they desperately need in order to take wins like this. Listen, I don't know how many different scorers they have had during their course of their season, but I think that every game, or pretty much every game or every other game, there's someone different that's leading them along the way, and everybody else follows along, and they're playing very unselfish basketball right now. Teddy Snyder added seven on the evening. Aiden Dauble, Devin Sheeran, five. Andrew Bauer getting into the act with two. So eight different players this evening getting on the board. And that'll take you deep into a season. Again, with as far as Burks Catholic losing, if that game holds up the way it is, Exeter wins this. Now in the loss column, they're even. Yeah, they're, in, they're even, and it could be setting up for a very prime uh, game in the future with BC and Exeter if they can win on Friday, play a really good game on Saturday, and then come back the following week and look for that BC games. But they have to continue to do what they've been doing all season. That BC game occurs the first week of February. There's one game, I think, in between as far as a league game. So It'll be a lot of fun covering that one. Ultimately, maybe the marbles for Burks, too, coming down to that one game. And that's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for. You just keep playing basketball, keep on playing good basketball, keep on sharing the ball, and keep on doing all the things that you've been doing all season. And I think in the long run, everything's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. For the scouts this evening, Donovan Gingrich finishes with a game-high 17. They get seven from Gavin Rapp. They get six from Brady McKee. And as we talked about, a very young team looking to find their identity 
and Exeter being as seasoned as they are, they exploited it. They did. They absolutely did. I'm like, they, they, really, Conor Weiser has no guards that can really handle the ball pressure that Exeter puts on them. And they had no inside presence at all tonight. So it's just going to be hard when you have 18 points and then the next guy is at 7, 17. Gingrich is a really is probably going to be a really special player coming forward in, in the future. But you need help. Just like the Exeter is balanced scoring, you can't have 18 and then drop off to 7. It's just not going to work. When you look at the Conrad Weiser roster, three seniors, I think six juniors, the last time they played Exeter, they had five sophomores start the game. Mm -hmm. So at that point, a lot of hope for them because certainly as sophomores, there is some talent behind Gingrich. They'll get that continuity playing with him. So let's hope for Conrad Weiser looking forward, maybe not this year, maybe next year, the year after, They've got some positives to look forward they to. They definitely have some positives. I'm like, Gingrich is a good, really good player. So if someone else can step up on that team and show that they can be that second guy to him and help him out along the way, I think next year should be a way better year than what they're having this year. Friends, our next game on the Exeter Sports Network, Thursday, January 26th. It's the Exeter Girls in Action against the Wilson Bulldogs. Tune in around 7.20-ish. We always say 7.20 because we never know with the JV game when we are going to get on the air. But tune in around 7.20 for the pregame. Then the boys on the Exeter Sports Network will face off against the Daniel Boone Blazers on Monday, January 30th. And as I mentioned, we'll have all the action for you on the Exeter Sports Network Jerry, anything you want to say as far as the Jerry Gellif Media assortment of channels? Anything coming up? Yes, we also have a game on Saturday. The BC boys are taking on York, York Catholic at home. That uh, tip-off is supposed to be 4-15. We'll be covering that game. And the Exeter-BC game you mentioned is next Thursday, February 2nd. That will be a game to look forward to. We know they pose a challenge for Exeter because they have the outside-inside game. They do have some players with height, some athleticism. So, and, and, of course, they've got J.J. Jordan on the outside who can cause problems with 32 points, whatever it was, or 29, I think, the first time they played. So Exeter does what they're supposed to do until then. That'll be a barn burner. That should be a really good game as long as we adjust her pattern on our defense. We have to, we cannot let JJ get into the off, into the paint and cause havoc like he did the last time. If we do that, it's gonna be a long night for Exeter, period. A score update for you, 6.39 to go in the fourth. It's Reading 56, Berks Catholic 45. So Berks Catholic with a little work to do, down 11. A little time? over six and a half to go. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Certainly being able to stay competitive against Reading, that yeah. says a lot as far as Burke's Catholic is concerned. It, Reading is a very talented team, and I'm like it's, it's Reading and it's everybody else. But Reading ha also is very vulnerable to the lack of height that they have. You know, you, if Ruben's going and then and Eris is going, they they're a very talented team, but. They, they, they can be beat because they have no insights present. 
Well, friends, that's all from Robazonia. Your final this evening, the Exeter Eagles 67, the Conrad Weiser Scouts 36. For my partner, Ian Kelsey, producer Jerry Gelliff, we always appreciate those two guys. They do a great job. I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at pennstatehealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gell of Media. Good night.